Yo, 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 what is this? This is the LA Khalil Podcast, episode 17. We've been here for 17 weeks, and it's only getting better. It's only getting only getting funner, if that's a word. But due to the ongoing circumstances, I would like to give a 10-second moment of silence to respect of George Floyd. Thank you. And I want to just delve into it, Cheyenne. I want to yeah. delve, in, delve into it. Let's talk about it. Let's let's um let's get into it. So, you know, a few days ago in Min- Minneapolis, Minnesota. I mean, I've never been good with those type of um M words. Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> a what do you want to say? A racist police officer, racist pig officer unjustifiably wrongfully everything you can say murdered a african-american citizen by the name of george floyd and i just we know remember we just talked about ahmaud arbery just a few weeks ago we were just talking about just you know just how much is enough you know how much is going to be enough when will this stop happening how much can we take? And just now, we have another situ- another situation of this. And nothing about it is nothing you can. There's no way to defend his actions or his thinking. There's just no way to defend it. There's no way to. Oh, you see. Well, th- there's no way to make a point for what he did. If you're right. a police, you're a police officer. You are here to. Serve and protect your community, not kill off your community and the citizens that live there. That badge does not give you or permit you a license to kill. Right. It's a license to protect, to serve your community. And yes, when the bad guys do bad things, often not, you know, they get they get shot and they get murdered. And case cases closed, or they they go to jail, go to prison. But right. there was no bad guy in this situation. There's no hero. There's no conflict that had to get resolved. Mm-hmm. It's not like a it's not like a shootout. You know exactly. Exactly. This isn't some GTA where you just no 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 no. There's no way to defend that police officer. I hope ex-police officer which is pig action just no way right. to defend it and the other officers around him that stood there just just stood there and don't get me wrong as someone who kind of I, I gotta try, I try to understand why certain officers do that and for someone who kind of knows about how how it goes and the corruption that is involved in, you know, the police headquarters. There's, and I don't want to, I don't want everyone to just think I'm just, you know, excusing them. No, but there is, there's roles, like there's roles or positions in the military, you know, private, 
you know, cadet, you know, super, you know, lieutenant, stuff like that. There's there's roles in the police academy or in the police, um, in the police world, right? Right. And if I was to, st- if I'm a rookie, you know, if I'm a rookie, and I was to try to step out of line or to hold accountable to uh, to my ten year ten year old vet. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. there could be, you're doing the right thing. Yes, you're holding accountable. You're getting on to that, to that person that d- did something wrong. But the way that the police is just corrupt, you could find yourself a police officer who did the right thing, end up being terminated, end up being mm-hmm. harassed, out of a job, being messed with on a day-to-day basis. Right. And there'd be nothing you can really stop or do to stop it until they feel like stopping it. Exactly. There's, there's good police officers, of course. You know, that's not the conversation at hand, really. Just like how, you know, and I don't want to get off lost in attention, how like women say men ain't this, men ain't that. Yeah. Well, of course, not all men. You get what I'm saying? You just mm-hmm. got to be mature enough or grown enough to understand that. But with but with this situation, with the good cops or with the cops who want to do good, they also have to, I guess, try to pick and choose if they can pick and choose what they can do because they because not people don't really know the repercussions that could go against that. Exactly. Or I mean, the way I that. see it is is that I'm sure that many of his other peers that work in his department know I mean a couple of them confessed of you know his past and that right. he is a racist so those are also bad cops to me too if you're just watching this and you know about it and you don't say anything right that's just how I see it I mean George Floyd what he committed was I think uh, he wrote a wrong check or some type of counterfeit but either way that doesn't matter because it it obviously doesn't fit the crime you know he right you know he was he was compliant he he wasn't even resisting nothing that he did was nothing that he did right had to have that type of force and even if he did the proper thing to do with anyone is you arrest them and then you go to court and from there the evidence is presented before judge you know the cops essentially what that cop did is he gave him his sentence right there he killed him but that's not his job he's not the judge you know in the situation because that's what he did he knew what he was doing like when when you put your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes and they say they can't breathe like yeah you know what you're doing and and you know some people are just so confused because there's it's more than just one cop or police right. officer present, and so none of that, none of that force was necessary. It's not exactly. Like he, and had he was a already. Exactly, they uh, exactly what you said. That police officer knew what he was doing. That pig knew what he was doing, and not they, to mention the the audacity or just the boldness to do it continuously knowing that you're going to be recorded and having your picture took it just 
trying to play God or the judge and executioner when you're not. You're that's not your pay grade. That is not for you to decide or become. Exactly. It's just it doesn't make sense at all to to even waste your time to just be there. I mean, you you put him in the back of the you put him in the back of the car. You once you arrest him, right? Right. You can put him in the back of the car, and then from there, the evidence is presented. Um, in the court of for, law. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're just standing around there. The other cops just standing around there watching him being me. Like, go do some other stuff. There's some other crime, like actual crime. Exactly. You know. It's just and and to me, it's the most worrying part is how privileged the cop felt. Um, the fact that he was doing it so confidently and yeah. he wasn't afraid of what his peers had to say, like that is, that's what's really worrying to me. And it is very worrying. And then you have to realize all the other situations that doesn't get recorded or exactly. the attention is not being highlighted. Exactly. As big as this. I mean, not only in the currently in 2020, as this is happening, that it may not be recorded, but obviously like, the beginning of time Um, yeah that's that's how rodney king became so popular because they the police officers that beat him they didn't know that they were being recorded but there was surveillance camera so yeah it's very revealing very revealing i mean i I remember the first time i watched that i mean they it was like you might as well kill him exactly it's like you you are going so in on that person, on Rodney King. It's like you're just. It's just so. It's just so disappointing, disgusting. Everything you can call it. Twenty twenty has been a very disgusting and disappointing year, and it's just it's just being led with more confusion, more hatred, and it's up to us to. It's up to us to make a decision. Are we going to allow these, these, this energy, these situations that are, you know, unfolding, unfolding, are we going to allow them to build us up or take us down? Right. And I think we all have, we all owe it to ourselves to say, no, we, I'm not going to let this dictate who I am now. I'm not going to let this make me worse I'm a, you get what I'm saying? I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a grow. I'm a learn from this. Not even really learn from it, but I'm gonna take it in, and I'm going to grow. And whether it be, you know, you learning from what people's point of points of views are, perspectives, you know, of this um, ongoing situation. I mean, with the protest and the rioting and things like that. People, I don't think people really remember the L.A. riots. They were much worse than what's going on now, and exactly. I'm seeing, I'm reading like I think the writing is on day four. Mm-hmm. I, I remember watching a a program on television of the L.A. riots, and they were just it it was like Battle Los Angeles to be right. honest, and it just shows like, and in the, and with me, with any situation, I don't think violence is the first answer. Right, but once you're being pushed, once your button has been un undone, the 
I mean, you got 20 buttons on your shirt. Once that final one is done, you got to let them know. You got to speak their language. Mm -hmm. If that's how they want to treat us, it is we have to show them how we're being treated. We got to show them or let them know this is how you've been treating us. Let me give it to you. Serving your own medicine, basically. Right. You know, dishing out your own medicine. And if they want to um, continue doing it, trust me, the people, we are the people. The people mm-hmm. are strong. Exactly. And I, and I think it's important. And I don't agree with violence either, but you need, you know, people, <clears throat> the, the oppression they feel marching peacefully, you know, that's not going to bring out real change. Even if you just open a history book and look in the past, you need a revolution and mm-hmm. people aren't going out there and, and killing like for, for fun. Like they're not just doing it to kill. Like they're angry. And they have every right to be. Exactly. And, and, and even I, I feel like even if they were marching peacefully, there would still be something said about them. Just like how Colin Kaepernick was just wanted to take a knee. And there was so much said about that. So much backlash, so much just disgusting words thrown at him. And it, it just, you, you're never going to be able to please everybody, no matter how how you do it, you know, peacefully protesting. And I saw I saw the difference of the protest that black people are partaking versus all the white people that were up in Washington or wherever, you know, protesting social distancing with their rifles. And I didn't see any um, tear gas being thrown at them or any bullets or any gun gun use being, you know, targeted to them. Mm-hmm. But when black people or um, people of color, when they band together and want to protest, now it's the the tear gas being thrown and being used. And it's just like Donald Trump tweeted. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I saw he I saw saw the 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 last part. I mean, I read it, but just the last part that stood out like. Once the looting begins, the shooting begins. Or once the looting starts, the shooting starts. All right, that's not what a leader says. That's that's not what a leader says. That's not what a leader feels or thinks. And it's definitely not what the president of the United States supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But right now we're we're kind of like a what is the what's that TV show called? Like Black Mirror or whatever. Like we are a reflection. This is just a reflection of what's going on or that was always been happening. And right. it's just he he doesn't care, you know. That's one thing white people have. They have that they have that card, like I can get rid I can do anything without any consequences card. Trust me, it's there. It's there. But you know, that's the thing with me because I am half black and I'm half white. And so, you know, with me I you know, I've been, well, I'm not, and I would never let that happen. But, you know, people try to attempt, have tried to attempt to put me in a type of box where I don't, because I'm, I guess, considered half and half, 
I don't have the full privilege to speak on certain things or I don't have the full privilege to feel a type of way, you know, with right. um, the matters of black people or the African-American community. And it's just, it's just one of those things that you just got, you know, with me, I just got to, I, I just, you know, let it be what it's going to be. I've had my experience, obviously, as you've seen on my story, I had my experience with um, people that were prejudiced or even racist towards me growing up, but I didn't allow that to make me into a person that was racist or a person that was, you know, prejudiced to um, people of color or people that didn't look at, didn't look like me. I grew up years after the fact, and I, once I started to grow into a man and mature, I be, my brain really started to, you know, use its 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 power, and I, I just started to understand where these these kids, these people were coming from, and the environment that they're living. And then I'm starting to see, um, like the Trayvon Martin killings and the the inequality, and I just started to realize and understand why black people feel this way and why they feel it against me. Even though I am half black, but I somewhat am a still a a what a product of white whiteness, white people, I suppose, because mm-hmm. you know I am half white and half black, and so I, I I understand why people feel that way. I don't accept it. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I don't necessarily accept it because it's not right to treat people that you do not know. Or people that just be, or people that don't look like you a certain way because you're angry at people who did bad things in the past or people that had the well have the privilege I suppose or that authority or power to harm people when you know you're in middle school or yeah you're in middle school you're growing you're a kid you don't have no power you don't have no authority to do harm to others I was just a kid right you know. But still, at the same time, you know, once I grew up and was able to, once I moved to Los Angeles and seeing that diversity and the cultural um, livings that, you know, you got just every every culture there possible at, you know, at Granado, at Los Angeles, you just start to really, your brain just starts to just elevate and you just start to see everything and you start to take in and appreciate it. And you know, the best thing for me or the really what I, you know, what we can continue to do is or start doing is pray, um, spread awareness, of course, that's just, that goes without saying, you know, spread awareness, really just, a, you know, a post and everything, you know, Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. I mean, of course, the Internet will spread fast. And so, but we can continue to do it until it just runs deep into the brain of the people who are doing the harm or doing the wrong thing. So, but my prayers goes out to um, George Floyd's family and Ahmaud Arbery's family, of course. We cannot forget what happened to him. They, you know, of course, the those pe- those pigs are locked up mm-hmm. and I'm hopefully for behind bars for life. You took a life? I, I don't, I don't disagree that you have to, you know, serve life. I don't disagree with that. 
Uh-huh. You know, I mean, and, and then let me, let me rephrase that. If you took a life that is unjustifiable, meaning you aren't defending yourself, okay? Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not defending yourself and you have to take someone's life because they're harming you or potentially, you know, they're trying to cause harm or kill you, then, but that's different. You get what I'm saying? Not, you think he, because you're racist and you think he's up to no good and so you just kill him. That's completely different. But yeah, I think they they took his life. They 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 have to, you know, get their life taken away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like um, the death sentence is just a way too easier, a too, way too easy um, choice. That's way too easy. You need to rot. Right. Okay. And that's and that's one thing. That's was that wasn't a mistake. That wasn't a lesson to be learned. That I'm, yeah, that guy was in the police, uh, in the police force. He he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. But you know, I think the thing uh, that angers me the most is that the president doesn't address the issue for what it is. He hasn't yet. He hasn't yet to call it a racist act of violence. He hasn't. And it, because if he did, is. and because he knows that the person that that killed George Floyd and, of course, Ahmaud Aubrey are his supporters, like ninety nine percent, hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. I was gonna say just because if he did that, he would have to. He'd be end up calling out himself and his people. Exactly. And I just want to read, um, just read a post that I saw, or email about the protests in Minnesota. Protests against police brutality intensified. Minnesota called in the National Guard as protests in Minneapolis intensified over the death of George Floyd, a black man who died after a white officer pinned him down and knelt on his neck. Protesters later set fire to an evacuated police precinct in the city. I've seen, wait, I think they're on three Police precincts. They they got they bring down a target, if I'm not mistaken, and other places. President Trump called the protesters, quote unquote, thugs, and threatened intervention. Mm-hmm. And I and I quote: "When the looting starts, the shooting starts." He tweeted, echoing a police chief notorious for aggressive measures. Twitter said the post violated standards about. "Quote unquote," glorifying violence. Right. That was just. I mean, that's that's your president tweeting. I won't even meet with him. <laughs> Y'all killed X. Let Zimmerman Streets live. Streets is done. Streets is done. And you know what? I think we are done. We're done letting these type of things happen without repercussions. We're we're done being pushed around. We're done letting. Letting these things go without, you know, without us letting them know how we feel. Mm-hmm. And if that's how, you know, we got to speak their language. If violence, if if writing is, if that's what they, if that's their language, then we're going to make sure that they, they, they know we can speak it. And I, I mentioned this before, um, 
you know, talking to you about a theory. I, I'm not big on conspiracy theories because ultimately I feel as though that they're disrespectful and I don't want, I, I really don't want, I, I hope that this is not what we're doing. I hope we don't turn this into getting the, getting the subject matter off of George and then to something that has nothing to do with it. That's what that's one thing I've never partaken or never agreed with is we if so much would um happen that we end up forgetting what actually happened in the first place. Mm-hmm. What actually transpired and that was a a man's life was taken away and of course specifically a black man's life was taken away by a racist white police officer. Yeah. And I I just hate when I hate, I just hate when what 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 happens and what is important just goes fades away because other people wants either to make it about themselves and it's just not right. But I did have a I did have a, a like you said a theory that they knew not necessarily I don't think they did it like a plan, but in a sense they knew what they were doing. And they knew that that was going to cause an uproar with, within the African-American community and people of color and just people who are fed up. Because like, we got to realize it's not just, I think that I just seen, I, I just been, I just think some, that's how some people ways of thinking is, is that all the police officers are white and it's only black people that are living in America. And it, it, trust me, it's people of Remember the I don't I don't think he was black. I think he was Hispanic. Remember the incident in like Los Angeles somewhere, you know, he's wearing the basketball jersey. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Um like that it's it's not it's not just it's it happens to all people of color, don't get me wrong. But that was his own situation. We're on this type of situation. But that's just how I feel like is that I don't I, I just feel like some people think that it's just all white police officers and there's no, you know, quote-unquote good police officers. No, there's pe- people of color. It's it's going to be what they have intentions towards. They're either going to be a police officer because they want to protect and serve and want to bring change or they want to... Um, they want to... Their family. They... Provide for the family, of course, actually a, a good job and career, or they want to detrimize and kill people and kill people they don't think deserves to live in the first place, which is wrong and insane. And it's just so sinful, very sinful. But my, uh, my theory was, yeah, they knew that this was going to cause uproar. And with the coronavirus happening, that potentially... With the, you know, with everyone being in groups, in mass groups, that the maybe the virus is going to spread around between them and they will end up getting sick and wiped out. That's what I think their mindset mm-hmm. is or was. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw uh, videos of, on Twitter of, of undercover cops purposely destroying buildings to make the protesters look bad. Did you see that? Those videos? I've seen it, but I didn't see... I couldn't see how they were undercover cops, though. They were cops. 
Trust me, bro. I'm I'm sure they. Yeah, I don't. I have no. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not disagreeing. I don't have any. Uh, you know, what is it called? Uh, I forgot the word, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think they wouldn't be. Oh, doubt. I don't have any doubt that they're not. So, and I'm. You know, I obviously take your word for it, but. Yeah, because there's no way to justify or really wrap your mind around it. So I was just trying to find a way how they could actually think of I don't I was just trying to find out how they thought this was gonna be a good idea or we're just gonna go by. Mm-hmm. They, they I'm I'm sure this is just their crowd control and maybe you know, and it could be as deep as the government knowing, trying to get our attention off of Trump and his stupidity and Biden and his dementia mm-hmm. and all this stuff in the government and putting all of our focus, energy, attention on what's happening in Minnesota. Because, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Because tell me what. Whatever happens in Minnesota, you get what right. I'm saying? Whatever. You don't hear Minneapolis or Minnesota in the news for nothing besides having a trash basketball team and even trashier Vikings team. Right. I'm just saying. But you know what I'm saying? Like this could be so far this could have been really pre-planned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's just the that's just how disgusting and just how evil America would just have you thinking is that they basically kind of like how we set up our heist. They they just pre-planned it all and finally executed, and that's just very just very disgusting. Yes. Um. Um. In in these, you know, off of this conversation, uh, off of this topic, we want to. We just want to remember. We just want to, um, you know, mental health check. You know, we want to. Just make sure that if you are in need of anyone to talk to or if you're feeling suicidal or feel like calming yourself, help is available. Speak with a counselor today. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Call 1-800-273-8255. I repeat, 1-800-273-8255. Five five. Help is help is here. Help is here. I know. I understand when you're feeling, you're feeling that way. When you're feeling to the point where you have, you know, you just don't feel like living anymore due to what's going on in the world, what's going on at home or whatnot. I know it's hard. Trust me, if anyone knows, right. it is very difficult to. Uh, it's very difficult to obtain that motivation or that perseverance. But I believe in you, all of y'all. I believe in you. You can keep going. You can keep pushing forward. You can keep going because you are strong, okay? Mm-hmm. You are strong. You are. You have every reason to live, Okay? You are here for a reason. You are here for a purpose. You are, not only are you strong, you are loved and you are wanted. It's not, 
is, you know, we go online and we see all these nasty things and it would just it would just dampen our mood. It would just kill our mood. Mm-hmm. You know? But we cannot allow that to do we can't allow that to happen anymore. And it's not, it's easy it's so much easier said than done. But with practice, with reputation, I I I swear I believe unto all of y'all that you can you can reach your desired destinations, you can reach your goals, you can reach the the place that you want in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I I want I just want to say it again. Help is available. Speak with a counselor today. The National Suicide Suicide Prevention Lifeline. One eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. And if all the Spanish speakers, uno ocho cero cero dos siete tres ocho dos cinco cinco. And not only you have that resource to call, if, you, if you're in need of counseling or a therapist and you can't go to one, obviously it's, it's a bit hectic outside, go to the website betterhelp.com. I repeat that again, betterhelp.com. It's, it's spelled just like how it sounds, B-E-T-T-E-R. H-E-L-P dot com. Online therapy, just as effective, but more convenient. Several studies have confirmed that the effectiveness of the online meeting for counseling, including a study conducted by researchers at the UC Berkeley, University of California, San Francisco, and San Francisco General Hospital. Some some potentially frequently, frequently asked questions. What is better help? BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. We change the way we get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to a, a licensed therapist. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. And you may ask, how much does it cost? With BetterHelp, you get a counseling from, from professional or licensed and vetted counselors from only $40 to $70 per week billed monthly, unlike traditional in-office therapy, which can cost $150 to $250 for a single session. Your BetterHelp membership includes unlimited messaging as well as weekly live sessions, video, phone, or chat. Please, if you're feeling, if you're feeling some type of way, you know, if you're feeling suicidal, please call that hotline, that lifeline. And if you're in need of therapy or counseling, please give give better better betterhelp.com. Give give it a give it a shot. I'm I'm I believe I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed, and you you'll be able to get some good help. And I feel like it's important that. We spent a majority of our of this episode uh, talking about that, and I like how you mentioned, um, like the individual battles a lot of people deal with, such as depression, depression, anxiety, 
It's, it's, I mean, of course, there's a lot more um, bipolar disorder. It's, it's a lot, you know, we, and we, you know, we touched it down on obviously last episode and, you know, every day is a new battle. Mm-hmm. Definitely for me, you know, uh, I used to wake up or, you know, I used to let the, um, the weather kind of dictate how I felt. If the weather is looking gloomy and bad, it would just depressing and dampen my day. And I have no motivation. I have no energy until the next day and the sun's out and then I'm 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 healthy as a horse. Pardon me. And I just had to uh I think once once I started working out, like seriously, I you know, went to the going to the gym every day, every so often. I think that's really was like when I started to just unlock that that Pandora's box, that that energy inside me that giving me the just the strength to say or just strength to just live for the rest of my life. I have the control now. Mm-hmm. I have the control. I don't let other other things that I cannot control, such as the weather or what other people's whatever people do or they, what they say. I'm not going. I can. I'm not letting that right. not down me anymore. For, I'm for in control no of how I You're feel. You're in the power seat. Exactly. And, yeah. Hey, um, if you can, if you have the means to, you know, really start a a um, routine working out, you know, if you have some dumbbells or something like that, a jump oh, rope even. I'll send you the link to that. Give, give that jump rope a good... <laughs> oh, please do, because you forgot. <laughs> but if you... Um, if you have a jump rope, give it 10 minutes or give it two minutes and the next day, give it three or four. And then the next day, you know, a little bit more, you know, it's, it's always going to be up to the individual. That's one thing that I, that I preface the most that I do not generalize because generalization is not fair Mm -hmm. to the people. It is not fair to me. You know, you know, I'm, you know, light skin. I was, um, I'm light skin. I was born in June, the end of June, so that makes me a cancer. Oh, I'm light skinned and cancer. I'm super emotional and I'm not. I I'm weak, and I, you get what I'm saying? Like you, those stereotypes and generalizations because of how I look, or the things that I was I can't control, such as when I was born. That's not fair to me. So I would never give that energy, and it would be hypocritical, of course. It, I would never give that energy that I do not want to people who I don't mm-hmm. think were wanted either. And so that's, you know, that's just, but that just went me though. But it's, it's always going to be up to us, the individual of how we partake or how we take in certain things and what we do with those, with what right. happens, you know? And yeah, I just don't want to, I don't want to be a victim and we're not going to get in a conversation about victim or victim shaming. No, I'm just saying in the victim of ourselves, you know, we're not, I don't, I'm not going to become the, my own victim because of something that is ultimately on me. You get what I'm saying? And so, um, working out, that's, that's how, that's how I unlock that, 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 that extra gym or that strength, that control is working out and working out, having fun. We touched by it a few episodes. It shouldn't be a grind. It's not, exactly. it's, it shouldn't be a grind. It's 
It should be a, a way of life. We, me and you, when we work out, I'm having fun. I love pain. I love feeling yeah. the pain, the soreness in the morning. You know what that soreness tells me? Right. You worked your, your back off. You you did something. That's what the that's what the soreness does for me. I love that soreness. If I don't feel sore or if I don't feel anything that in the next few hours or the next morning, I didn't do it. I didn't do it mm-hmm. enough. I didn't do a good job. I I I could I could have kept on doing more. That's what that soreness I feel like should be for everybody is a just a um kind of like a an answer, you know, or you know, just telling you what you did. Or how good of a job that you did it. So work out if you can. You can and you don't even need you don't obviously you don't need equipment to um you know to work out. You can do sit ups, push ups, jog. If you can go out for you know, go out for a walk, just go jog down the street. You can do that. Jog in place, do some jumping jacks, stretch, you know, just that's those are all things. Yoga, you know, you don't have to Buy like a Zumba thing. Go to YouTube, type in yoga, and there you go. I went on YouTube, type in um, like those like yoga stretches, you know, like the mm-hmm. the downward doggy or whatever it's called, and all those. Um, I got yeah, just go on the floor and and just do it. And you just watch the lady or whoever whose video is, and they tell you what to do and how to do it for how long. You. You have the resources in your hands, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to have really any money. If you got the phone, just search it up on YouTube, and the the possibilities is endless. But if you are, um, you know, if you're blessed to have enough money, definitely was going on to go and get some stuff. More power to you. But don't take it for granted, and just don't let it waste because it's it's just not. Good. I don't think it'd be a a good investment. I mean, it's an investment to you, but you want to, yeah, whenever you're investing in yourself, you you are your investment, which means you have to put in that work. You mm-hmm. have to put in in order to get anything right. out. So, but um, I, I have a question. How's, how's your mental health? How's your day? How's your week uh, with what's been going on around the world? You know, with the mm-hmm. fam, if you know you don't mind answering, um, it's, with the school, it's been going well. Pretty much routine stuff. Um, I went, I did, I got my corona test, and I'm negative, thankfully. Um, although it, it took seven days, it took a week for them to give me my results, which is, you know, for me, I've been at home and I've only been in contact with a handful of people, but uh, for other people who are doing um, essential jobs, that might be an issue where it takes seven days to get results. Um, but it's been going well. Uh, school, I'm in my, this upcoming week is my last week of school. And pretty much then it's summer, summer break. Um, looks like I'm going to be going back to work. In July, things are starting to slowly open up um, in Los Angeles. Today, the the mayor allowed um, barbershops, salons, and restaurants to open back up. So the phases of slowly opening the city again are beginning. Mm-hmm. 
the phase ons are starting to slowly begin. Yeah, because yeah, I need some haircuts. Yeah, I need some trims. I'm seeing it, and I got my I got my <laughs> cut. It was a little a few weeks ago. You know what I mean? I had to get something done, but um, um, just still with everything being opened up. Even despite things opening right, up, with they're still going to be doing mm-hmm. um don't mm-hmm. appointments. Yeah, of course with masks, but appointments. I I was able to get my haircut, but I had I had to make an appointment. It's gonna be a um things gonna be appointment based. You call in if you want to dine in, you're gonna have to make an appointment or a reservation, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. You know, with barbershops, reservation, make an appointment, and they will call you when you're when they're ready for you to come inside so it's gonna it's it it it's still and gonna have speaking um, of things the appropriate open, measurements speaking of things open are, back the, the appropriate NBA. measurements are still gonna you be you probably used. saw this but the nba did you see that it is opening back up their targeted date yes is july yes. 31st sports this is confirmed um which is still two months away but I love I'm sports excited talk. to see the format because that's right. that's two months. That's pretty much August, which is like preseason for the normal season if we were on a normal time scale, you know. So I'm just interested to see how they format the league because yeah, I'm just interested to see are they gonna automatically do it like a tournament type of structure or do some um like warm up games um yeah i'm just what do you what do you think they're going to do okay and thank you for a good segue into sports by the way i really appreciate that um sports nba returning um i've been reading um about the the primetime players of course I've been reading from play um from players like Damon Lillard. You know, he's saying if they if the Trailblazers don't have a legit shot at making the playoffs and he ain't playing, I feel like um right. honestly, we just want to see the Los Angeles, the battle of LA happen. You know, that's really what let's be honest. We don't care who comes out of the East. I don't even who's even in the East. I don't even I just want to see Los Angeles versus Los Angeles. But um, but respectfully, I think the the teams that one through eight, they're they should be a lock. Let's do some. Let's do the remaining calendar mm-hmm. prime time games, and maybe maybe one or two regular game like Lakers versus Timberwolves, just to get something. And then, but I want I I want us to get some. Some good games under the belt before the playoffs actually start, because not only is that good entertainment for us, that is also good. Um, it would be a good indicate to where the teams like the Lakers are holding up against other teams. Mm-hmm. Like how good are they right now? You get what you get. What I'm saying, but for um the teams that are in it that are locked, like the Lakers, number one, Clippers, what they're number two, the Raptors, the I think yeah, the Raptors still good. Um, uh, the Bucks, you know, the teams that are unlocked, they, they, they should be, they should be heavenly protected, as to say. But with the other teams, 
they need to um I think they're gonna need them I think they're gonna need more games to get under the belt. But for real, I just wanna see maybe about five games, five, seven games, and then playoffs and then how are they how are they formatted? Is it gonna is is it just gonna be in Orlando mm-hmm. at Walt Disney if they're gonna do some in Las Las Vegas or or Florida back and forth, who knows? Um just just take it, you know, it's still two months away. And t- that's the thing, time will tell with everything. But I'm hoping that um right now, because after the announcement teams are really now starting to get them their players and everyone together and um getting into yeah, shape. So I'm happy. I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear that news because what what are we without sports? <laughs> we need something. We need I mean, plus yeah. LeBron James, you know, we we got to get him another ring. So, I think um, on to sports talk, the NFL. Have you been paying Not attention to anything that they've been doing? It's just been, and I, I want to go back to the prime time players back to NBA, but with the NFL, it really hasn't been much talk. Um, definitely with like games and stuff like that, or like the upcoming season. Basically, I've just been seeing players um, voice their opinions and their platform about George Floyd. And thankfully, you know, appreciate that. Same with the MLB. Um, I think the MLB might return if any, and if any sport could return without a hitch. I think it's baseball just because of they've, they've done it before. They've had one game without fans for the first time a few years back. I don't think the fans is um I don't think that's going to be much of a, a problem. And plus right. they're, they're already distanced on the field anyway. You get what I'm saying? Like every all the players are already distanced. So I don't think that's going to be much of a problem either. But I would love to see the MLB. I'm a big fan of baseball. Always have, always will be. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, NBA is what we want. <laughs> NBA is what we want. And we want to see, but we just got to continue to pray for them. You know, they, there are means of entertainment, and it's also business, and that's why they, um, you know, canceled it because, you know, the players, kind of like how I am my investment or brand or something like that, they're, that's their investments right there. The NBA, the players are their investments, and so they want to have a long-term, um, you know, return, right? And so they got to make sure their players is um safe and handled correctly. So, but, you know, prayers up to him, you know, LeBron and his family, all the NBA players, Steph, Kawhi, Greek, Greek Freak, Giannis, all them boys, KD, all they, when they, we do return, they return healthy, KD will be physically, healthy, you know, healthy. KD's been injured. To, and, uh, um, well, I'm when they restart, I'm, I don't know how they're going to format it, but I know he's fully healthy. He's actually probably fully healthy right now as we speak because I think, yeah, the Achilles injury happened, like, early yeah. June of last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably 100% right now. Definitely will be 100%. It came back. By the time the season starts, which is nice. And I'd love to see him on All the right. court with Kyrie. I just want to see that dynamic. Isn't it? It's already been here. Oh, me too. But isn't that crazy, like, like, it's exactly. It's already been a year, 
And if if I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. like the Nets, what maybe eight, seven, whatever, maybe six, who knows? And KD was to come oh, back, and then they just go completely bananas in the playoffs. What seeding uh, were the yeah. Nets? Like yeah, right like imagine if like the Nets are in the. Really. I have to check, but probably trash. Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah, probably. The Nets were um thirty. They won thirty games. So I wonder how. Let me see this. How that's gonna currently. hold up for them. Uh, okay. Oh, they're in. They're in the playoffs. The seventh. They're in the seventh seventh spot. Oh, they're in yeah, the playoffs. Playoff and imagine KD the, comes back fully healthy with Kyrie. For the, they're tied for the seventh seed with Orlando. And then Washington, they have six more wins than Washington. So they're guaranteed. Yeah, they're in. And oh, yeah. That's, so that they're in. interesting. Yeah, they are in. And look at it. It'll be just. No, I mean right. everybody was suspecting. Oh, next year, Which next is, year. If, if I'm but Kevin this Durant, I'm year, really happy right now. Still, this year, if I'm Ke- <laughs> big time, I'm a, I'm, I'm not a big time Kevin Durant fan because obviously King James. But getting to know him off the court has been a really big boost for me because it just shows you how how the media tries try to portray KD as like this kind. This antisocial, I don't want to talk to y'all, media people, villain, in a sense, try to vilify him, which is just nonsense. Because if he ever had the chance to meet or talk to, talk to his to, to his mom, his mother, she would tell you just how how much he cares about this sport, how much of um, just a caring person he is. Definitely because of what yeah. he had to go through, um, you know, growing up in Maryland. And mm-hmm. the, the trials and tribulations he had to go through in co- college and in, in the NBA, you know, him being, you know, quote unquote, weak and things like that. If you ever had the chance to talk to his mother or himself, you're, you're what you, how you, I guess, how you would see him being portrayed by the media would right. be a completely 180. Trust me, he, he's, he's a great Although guy. But if I'm KD, I am happy. I mean, not, happy. I don't even know. I feel like he's just a bucket getter, but the, yeah. Nah. nah. I heard, didn't he's a Kyrie bucket also getter. have an injury? He's Kevin Durant. Well, I mean, but I think he should be <laughs> He's good. a seven-foot sniper. Yeah, That's he did. interesting. That's going to be if very all this time interesting. Off, he should be good. He shouldn't have been as bad as Let me other. look at the... That's what I'm saying. This could be... I mean... Who oh else? I mean, okay, you you have Milwaukee, Toronto. I mean, if you get KD balling, Kyrie, you're you're Boston. up there with Milwaukee, honestly, with a player like KD. Yeah, seven. It's gonna be Brooklyn versus Toronto, right? If if all games, mm-hmm. if games for the season is getting into the playoffs, because they still got a few more games, like nineteen games left, supposed to, right? Uh, Toronto and Brook- Brooklyn series. Um, I don't know if you remember, but oh, Brooklyn yeah. and Toronto yeah. had a good series when Paul Pierce and Kevin or Paul. That was an awesome series. I love Paul Pierce, by the way. The truth, he's always been a bucket getter too. And not only has he always mm-hmm. been a bucket getter, he's always been a 
clutch bucket getter. When he was when he was on the yeah. Wizards, oh my goodness, he's he's always been a bucket getter. I'm a big Paul Pierce fan, but um, that would be such a good that'd be such a good story. Kyrie and Katie coming back this year, balling in the playoffs. I'm not expecting them in a championship by no means. I still think they have. I think they need to get better pieces. Um, that you know, just be, that can just uphold being on a team with Kyrie and. Kevin, but I think if they was to come back, they're balling. Definitely KD. But even let's look at the the Western Conference. LA on one and two, they're in the top two speeds um, seeds. Denver, you still have OKC in the in fifth spot. That is crazy. With Chris Paul in them boys, yeah, Chris Paul's been he's been. I mean, he kind of had no choice. He's a point guard. But, like, Chris Paul really didn't have much to work with. And he's, they're coming together. They came together at the right time. It's just, I mean, Houston, bro, I mean, just look. Just, that's a, this is how crazy the Western Conference is. Just um, forget Los Angeles because they're at 50 and the Clippers at 44. Look at number two. Look, Clippers at 44. And look at Dallas at 40. At forty, that's just four games. You got, you got OKC, Houston, and Dallas at forty games apiece, and Utah at forty-one, Denver at 43, 44 for Clippers. Like it's just it can go either way. Mm-hmm. Like Houston could be at fifth seed, or they could be at seventh. Dallas are in the Dallas Mavericks are in. That's no joke, Luca. And Chris Stapps, Porzingis, yeah. and them boys. They're, they're not to I be feel messed like he with. still needs a little time to gel. But, like, in Luka is, like, undisputedly, oh, like, already. He's going to be he's, – he's, he's already great, but he's going to be the face of the league. Oh, yeah. He just has that talent. I think so. Very soon. Because he, he was a teenager balling against grown men in Europe. And if you ever watched Europe basketball, how they play, the fundamentals, they that's one thing that um you, that's what European players are so great at because they what the difference between European players and American players is that they, we will in America mm-hmm. we if we're like we would just focus on one skill set and not the entire thing versus European you would be good at everything. If you're not good at free throws, you're going to be good at free throws. You're going to be good at footwork. You're going to be good at the technique and the, the fundamentals. More than just in America, oh, if you're 13 but you're six foot eight and 220 pounds right. or whatever, just dunk the ball and be aggressive. You know what I mean? You're going to be fundamentally um, prepared in Europe. But that's what um, – yeah, you got Luca and Kristaps from Europe, and they're just KD. balling right now. <laughs> they're just balling. But it's just crazy. It's just so crazy because Dallas seven spot at forty, yeah. and Memphis at thirty-two. Is it just crazy? And then Portland is at twenty-nine, and they're not necessarily out, but Memphis is going to have to lose every single game, pretty much. To make sure that Portland gets in, and the thing is, it's crazy because like the Pelicans, they're right behind Portland, and they didn't have 
I mean, they didn't have a good year. They're not in the playoffs. They're not in even the top five seeds. But I feel like you got Lonzo, um, Josh Hart. He isn't a scrub, but he isn't Lonzo. He's definitely not Brandon Ingram. And you got um, Zion Williamson. Just watch. Watch out for um, Just watch out for these boys. And then you got going to state. At the, I, it's crazy. Yeah. The Cleveland Cavaliers have a better record than Golden State <laughs> but, uh, right now. I'm excited. Isn't to that see crazy? That's KD. crazy. Um, I think he'll be just just where he left off in terms of dominance, just because he never was a oh, player that relied on sure. athleticism too much. I'm not just like a Derrick Rose. Right, so, man. Well, imagine if they win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. But LeBron James didn't let that happen. But back onto LeBron James and Kevin and these boys. Um, I'm going to talk about the top four, the ESPN's first take primetime mm-hmm. players list. Number four, Kawhi Leonard. Number three, Kevin Durant. Bad man right there. Giannis, number two. And Goat James King James, LeBron, yeah, I mean, number one. LeBron, Do you agree with that list? Um, I'll put KD at two. And I can't rank, I can't rank Giannis higher than Kawhi okay. just because of what Kawhi did to Giannis during those, in the 2019 playoffs. But I think Giannis will be better than Kawhi in two to yeah. three years just because yeah. – He's still – I think Giannis still has so much more room to grow. But. I I think mm-hmm. they kind of – I think they looked at these at, like, individual performances because with Kawhi, his defense, mm-hmm. you know, he can just go back and forth. He's a, he's a machine. He's a robot, you know, how he's able to go back and forth on offense and defense and be great and still make big-time plays. That's – you can't take that away. But Kevin, I feel as though because of the injury, and I feel like the injury was a big part. But despite the injury, him still being one of the greatest shooters and scorers and just overall players, I feel like I understand why they put him at number three, but I will also put him in at number two because mm-hmm. of just of the last few years of how he's been able to dominate in the finals. I would I would have him at number two, just like how you would. But Giannis, I feel like if you were to put Giannis and Kawhi one-on-one, I feel like mm-hmm. Giannis will obviously have a better chance, you know, at, like, just beating Kawhi. But like you said, Kawhi did put that – put the grief freak on his heels and stop that whole show from going anywhere else. So Kawhi beat did his thing against the 76ers, the Bucks. You know, they played a great um they had a great defensive scheme. Definitely they definitely executed it in the finals. And Kawhi did his thing and he bounced. And you can't you can't take that away from him. And plus, you know, Kawhi isn't necessarily taking the regular season as seriously as you could say Giannis or even KD, even LeBron. LeBron 
as of last few, maybe like three or four years, has steadily declined in performance or efficiency, I suppose, because he's taking, you know, taking his taking it back on the play on the regular season to prepare for the playoffs, which I understand. But this year, he's been on defense. He's been a. He's just been a a constant presence on defense. It isn't just like every once in a while he played defense. Every once in a while he played defense in the playoffs and be excellent. But he's he's had a conscious effort at playing great defense and offense in the regular season. And you can't take that away from him either. But like you said, Giannis, he has so much room to grow. If he gets a jump shot, that's going to be lethal. He's already tall, lengthy, strong. Smart, agile, you know, the, the Euro step, he can get himself away or get himself towards the basket without just always mm-hmm. dunking it and stuff like that. So he has good technique and footwork. So just can't take that away from him. But yeah, I, I agree. But um, Kendrick Perkins said to him, um, said, made a really good point, he said a great about why LeBron is the best player in the world. See, that's the thing about Max Kellerman and everybody else is that. They're, one day it'd be Kawhi Leonard being the best, and it'd be KD being the best because of a game or what Kawhi did in the, in the finals last year. Kawhi did What Kawhi did in the finals last year, in the playoffs and finals last year, was amazing, and you cannot mm-hmm. take that away from him. But that's right. the first time he did that on his own. That's the first time he did that. LeBron James has shown year in and year out the ability to carry yeah. not only himself to to greatness but his team and he's won championships and he's been every, he's just been doing this constantly every year that's why that's you know when people say he's the best in the world that's what we mean that he's in, he's the best in the world not the best for this season but the best in the world longevity Tom Brady the best in the world because he is just I mean, you can make the argument for maybe like Peyton because he he had that one, he had like that one great year, but then he's always had like those great years of just passing the ball off off the charts. But right. Tom Brady, he's just smart. He he works within a great system. Oh man, Tom Brady in Pay in Florida. Oh my goodness. I mean, we talked about it before, but I just can't. Un- I just I've yet to really get my mind around it. Like I grew up watching Tom Brady. I just it's like basically it's as if if for your entire life you watch Kobe in the Lakers uniform, right. like he goes to Miami Heat. It just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't look right, you know? And so that's how I feel. But also rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Gigi as well, and the other people who lost their lives. Still doesn't, still doesn't feel real. I I said on I I posted if twenty twenty was a movie. I feel like someone else is at it, but I just at the time I felt like it felt right. If twenty twenty was a movie, it'd be two thousand twelve. Because like that movie two thousand twelve is just crazy. You know what's funny? I've I've seen it, but I've yet to really like see all of it, and it's. Honestly, bro, it's been some. It's been so many years since I've seen it too. It's been a few years, but um, um uh, do you have anything else on no, sports? No, not really. Or... I think we covered it. Uh, 
yeah, we was able to cover that one inch when that one ounce one ounce of sports. We really had nothing to talk about till NBA returns. <laughs> the NBA returns. Return of the Mac, that's for sure. But um yeah, I think um you know, definitely with everything that's happening, you know, outside of entertainment, um, you know, with George Floyd the, I mean, it's, it's a murder, outright, outright murder, and it was not justified. You're a police officer. You're here to mm-hmm. protect and serve the community, not kill off the community. That's not your job. That's not even a job, and it's not right. Mm-hmm. Not, there's no morals, no integrity, no respect. You're not a, just because you're a police officer does not make you exactly. above the law. It would never happen. They do. Black lives matter, by the way. Black lives yes. matter. Preach. All lives can't matter until black lives matter. And so, Fact. Just, just need to let let that be known. So, but um, if you have anything else to say, just you know, I feel like we we found a good good closing. You have anything else? Any words rest of the for week, us to live off to go off? Be strong for the next week. Be consistent. And don't quit or else life will quit on you. Right. Don't quit. Oh, shy bars. Don't quit unless life will quit on you. Okay. I'm going to take that with me. Um, You know, we've, we, me and you, we both kind of said it just, Find it within yourself. Find that find that strength. Find that, that will, that iron will. You got it. It's in you. The toolbox. You know, we, you have a right to be angry. Definitely what's going on right now. Definitely black people. We have a right to be angry. Anger is a tool. It can be used as a tool. But if you do not use it correctly, it can hurt us. Just like any other tool. Like a saw or a hammer. You know, we have to be able to use it correctly because we don't want us to be hurt as well. We're hurt right mm-hmm. now. As a people, as a community, Minneapolis is hurt right now. They're hurting. Not only that, I mean, they're they're being torched into flames, literally. They're hurting. We do not want to also hurt ourselves. Yes. We, we owe it to ourselves to not do that to ourselves. Okay, I, I'm gonna continue doing my part. We are gonna continue doing a part. You know where to, um, you know you can reach us out on social medias. If you wanna talk, we're here. We're we're also gonna you know display or put it in the description. But please, I pray for you. Keep going, your heart. Keep your heart up. Keep your head straight. All right, you can't go. Whatever you did in the past, I hope you learn from it. You know, it's, we didn't really talk oh, about yeah. the Doja Cat thing. <laughs> I saw somebody say, hey, we didn't forget. We'd be back in a minute, Doja. I saw that. That was really funny. You, you can make mistakes, but what happened to George was not a mistake. That was on purpose. But when you're permitted time and a space to make some mistakes and learn and better yourself, you do not. Take that for granted, and you do not let that opportunity just slip by. 
because you don't, everyone doesn't have those opportunities. You better make sure that mm-hmm. you learn and you take in what is supposed to be t- taken in. Okay? Keep going. You're in school and you're in college. I'm I'm hearing y'all in the y'all yes, in the finals. Please. Right? Y'all about y'all preparing for finals. Y'all in the home stretch. Okay? Y'all gonna do this. Y'all gonna ace them, but y'all gonna have to study. Okay. One one way I learn uh, I'm drop some drop some knowledge. One how I like to study, how I learn how to study is when I'm reading the material, I'm speaking it out loud as if I'm teaching myself. That's how I do it. Once once you start learning it like that, once you start talk, talking it out, like as if you're having a full-on conversation, that's how you really know it. Kind of like you go to Spanish class and you're learning it and everything, but once you actually start speaking it, like in full um, dialogue, that's how you know you're really learning it and grasping it. So we'll just, oh, two plus two is four. Hey, two plus two equals four. It's just something simple like that. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just talking it out loud and hearing yourself, the repetition. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes repetition, okay? So what you do in practice, you're going to do in the game, even if you're not trying to. Because your mind is, your mind remembers, you know what I mean? The muscle memory, okay? Just speak it out loud. Uh, find a family member, a friend, study group. Speak it to them. Trust me, that's how. That's a good way for it to um for you to really know it. You don't just want to learn or just know it because from reading it, you want to know it and apply it. Okay. Good luck with y'all in the finals. Okay. Y'all gonna go kill it. Y'all gonna ace it. But y'all gotta put in the work, and y'all been doing this all year. Kind of like. Kind of like the NBA Finals, the NBA. You work so hard to get the number one seed. You don't just want to drop off and the playoffs come. Or you make you work so hard to get to the finals. This is your time to shine. This is your time to shine. To show how much work you've been putting in. What y'all, the, the percentages y'all get, the scores y'all get, is going to be a reflection of how right. hard or the lack of how hard you work. Keep working. We keep working hard, okay? All right, man. Keep it easy. Keep it breezy. I'm I great. love y'all. My hearts are with y'all, okay? Okay? That's, we're going to see y'all next year. Uh.